You are listening to And Stuff with Don and Mike on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and other podcast venues. Hey, everybody. This is Don here with And Stuff with Don and Mike, and we have Mike and Jamie Hamilton. Jamie Hamilton's uh, in the house. No, it's, it's technically his house. Oh, his house. Uh-huh. His house. His house. Word. Yeah, word. I, I wouldn't take hip advice from me. I'm the least hip person ever. I got I got a hip. I throw <laughs> it out I, all the time. I only have two of them. Yes. So, uh, yes, we do have our friend Jamie Hamilton here today, and he's going to drop some knowledge on uh, what he does for a living, fire mitigation and putting it out and, you know, all oh. kinds of stuff. He's going to give us all kinds of um, things to do. Things to do and knowledge, and we're I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to pick his brain for uh, things that we should do around the house to make sure that it doesn't happen to us. Oh, like burn down your house? Get all the gutters clean? Get all the piles of leaves away? Yeah, but first. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, Mike, how are you feeling today? I am feeling tenacious. 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 That's a big word. That is the big word. In a world where most podcasts sound the same, two guys talking about almost everything under the sun. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Ed Stuff with Don and Mike. Really? Come on! So we're back. We are. We're back. Were we really gone? Mr. Jamie Hamilton, say hello to our uh, three and a half people that watch us. Well, there you go. Hello, three and a half people. Actually, it's two and a half because he watches. So yeah, yep, he's there you go. <laughs> I was going to say I'm a subscriber, one. so i got to yep. count at least one. I've seen yep. this one already. Yeah, <laughs> and we thank you for your support. We do. We do. We thank all of our... Three and a half listeners. Yes, Manchi. <laughs> and then we we're in some new places, right? Aren't we? Like yes, in... we are in Brazil. What's up, Brazil? Yep. I don't know any Portuguese. Uh, I don't know. I know a couple. No, the language. It's not, Greek not. to me. Um, I also know uh, that we are in, we're in Brazil, we're in Australia, we're in an African country, we're in, uh, where else did I say we are at? Well, we know Germany, Australia. Germany. Germany, uh, yeah. Send us back some uh, schnitzelgruben, yeah? Yeah. Play the movie, yeah, play. It's called the uh, Currywurst. I want some Currywurst. That's yeah. that's supposed to be the bomb. Do you know any other language? No, I don't. Yeah. We know the I international language. I only speak American. 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 <laughs> no, it's not American. American. It's American. Yeah, you drop the A completely. American. Right. So, <laughs> so he's the bright... Shining, shining future. Future. He's our, uh, he's our guy that actually works all the yes, time. Yes, he is the man's man. He, the he, man, the, li- the myth, the legend. I've actually seen him asleep on a tractor or a backhoe doing more work than most people do when they're awake. 
<laughs> well, if you see me asleep on the machine, then we got a problem. <laughs> yeah, but you did it better than uh, half the He's other the, people. It looks great for someone who's asleep. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the line is actually really straight too. Right. Yeah. So we, we were talking. We we're going to talk about what Mr. Jamie does do. Yes. And he's got what three businesses? You say? Yes, sir. Three. All right. So, well, Lay Mommy, what what do you do? So we have a grading and heavy civil construction company. So you make so we, cheese? Well, no. We, oh, great we do, team. Yeah. We do heavy so infrastructure. So you <laughs> makes America great. Exactly. Again, yeah. Grade. With a, make a, America a grade. grade. Oh, oh. A grade. So, so you're America a teacher. Grade. So you're a teacher. There you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's right. You're always grading things. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. So, so we do heavy earthwork, pipe, underground. Heavy earthwork. So wait a minute. That sounds cool. I didn't know the earth was light. <laughs> so <laughs> It isn't. Yeah, it, so uh, that's, that's why, why you're grading our jokes because... Yeah, get as much dad jokes in as we can. Yes. <laughs> so, but the, the, you're really, really good at. Uh, I think we've seen all of them except for the fire remission. You do tree uh, trimming. Yeah. So and that's the second company is California Arbor Works, which is our commercial tree company, which we've witnessed. Yes, is, and he it, does friggin' great work. Thank you. And then uh, the last company is our forest company, which is uh, Southland Forest Management. Oh, so, so you go in there and yell, run, forest, run? Uh, not exactly. Nope. Oh, the forest yeah. never answers. Yeah. Yeah. The forest answers when you go in, let me know. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> one the, out of the three of these children of yours, which one is your favorite? Uh, the, forestry, the forestry stuff by far. Just because Why? you like being out in the middle of nowhere? No, no. It's actually uh, because it's the most rewarding. Ah, uh, so you're preventing forest fires? We, like we Yogi, like when that was his name, Smokey. Smokey the Bear. Like Smokey. Yeah, I wouldn't so much say we're preventing forest fires, but we're mitigating the dangers in the community from, you know, being overtaken. That's and at the word. same time, we're also creating forest health by thinning out the forest and allowing the spacing that's required for trees to get the sunlight and water that they need to grow healthy. So that way it's sustainable. Cool. I like that. Yeah, and then um, I was I asked you before before we had technical difficulties. It's Mike's Mike's fault. Um, how long have you done this? Uh, Twenty four years. And how did you get into it? So my dad owned a heavy civil construction company, and my uncle owned a logging company in Washington. So I would spend a summer working with my dad mm -hmm. doing heavy civil construction, and then I would spend a summer with my uncle doing logging and forest care It is uh, deep, work. deep in your DNA. It's, yeah, once you get it in, it's hard to I wonder, shake. I kind of, I pinched a log this morning, so, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> You're real good at, with logs, Yes, huh? yes. right? You're magical. And, and so, so that kind of tells me what kind of training you've had. Um, so what kind of equipment do you need in order to do the fire stuff? So there's two components to the fire stuff, right? Obviously, we're doing prevention work, which is the work that we're actually doing in the forest. So uh, we have masticators, which is a word that most people are not familiar with out there. Oh, I think a lot of people know how to yeah, masticate. Yeah, they masticate all the right? time. Yeah, exactly. Not, it's, not it's, a word that, it's a word that definitely gets miscued. If, if you didn't want your junk torn to pits, you don't want it around a man. Exactly. It's definitely something you can see on YouTube. It's basically mulching brush and trees in place um, so that the material doesn't have to be hauled away and it prevents a, um, a nutrient layer for the soil after we're done. That's cool. That is cool. What I like about that is it's kind of, it's 
putting it back. You know what Correct. I mean? It, it, it recycles it to where it should be. Uh, the mulch and all that comes from what was just sitting there a minute ago. Exactly. So how long are you typically, okay, let's say a fire breaks out. How long are you typically away from your home? Uh, it varies. So on a medium-sized fire, we could be gone, you know, anywhere from five to ten days. On a large campaign-sized fire, we could be gone up to three months or all summer. Okay. And then, uh, like, uh, you go to a hotel, they put you up in a hotel? Not always. Uh, most of the time when we go out with our dozers, which is our main assignments out on the fire line, we're usually spiked out, which in fire terms means that we're out in the wilderness really far. So we are essentially camping where we're stopped for the day oh, wow. our shift ends so we're eating mres bird bathing for a shower mm -hmm. and then we have our fire bags with us that have our clothes so we can at least change our clothes out oh okay that's interesting hey what do mres cost uh i haven't paid for an mre in a long oh, time so they, so they just hand you. them out to you well so, sort of <laughs> <laughs> You just find a box of them and they you know, No, Base Camp does uh, supply MREs, um, but over the seasons we've acquired quite a bit. Oh, all right, I see what you're saying. So you have your own private we, stock. Yeah, we have a stockpile. Got a favorite flavor? <laughs> None. None? <laughs> they all terrible? They can't all be terrible. They've gotten though. a little bit better. I'm not going to... I'm not gonna totally badmouth them, but um, pop you can those survive hot, on them. Pop those hot packs and yep. cook yeah. up that beefaroni stuff. Oh, and I know you had a favorite. What was yours in the middle? I love the beefaroni. I love the the sausage. Yeah, I know you love um, that sausage. But what? Let's talk about what the MRE tasted like. Oh, um, uh, let's see. Uh, I like the well. Obviously, we used to get the K rats and all that stuff. But um, anyways, let's get back to this because this is more important than what I like to eat. Um, what steps can we take to make sure that we are not directly affected by wildfires around our home? That is very true. So that's a great question because there's multiple things. It's not just creating your 100-foot defensible space. Um, there's more to it in the component of um, hardscaping your home. So there's actually building materials um, such as cement siding, Okay, which is a great, great uh, home hardener for embers and things like that. They have new style venting so that embers aren't getting into your attic and, and through your home um, to start it on fire. Obviously, um, the roofing materials, tile, is always going to be um, the best one. Yeah, it's going to be way better than your traditional building materials for your roof. So there's a lot of things that are happening um, in the building world, that's exciting, especially for California, where people are retrofitting uh, their homes for the environments that they live in near the urban interface. So, uh, you know what? Exciting. I'm going to tell you, I am impressed, and I'll tell you why. Because I went onto FEMA's page, and I checked out because, okay, so I did a lot of studying on this, so I'm almost as smart as, like, this this smart as a second grader? Well, this, uh, <laughs> this bottle of Pepsi. Um, and what I did find, and if you'll indulge me for a moment. Of course. I did some research on Gavin Newsom and how he signed into uh, signed a bill directing more than $15 billion to com combat wildfire, drought, and other climate-changing uh, challenges facing the state. Well, 
Uh, the climate package includes 5.2 billion for drought response and resilience, 3.7 billion for urban greening projects and coastal protection efforts, and 3.9 billion to fast track the state's goal of switching to all zero emission vehicles by 2035. So the last one has nothing to do with us and I think Gavin Newsom is an idiot. I agree. However, I liked all the other stuff that he said. Yeah, I like, uh, so far all that was pretty good. I mean, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Newsom either, but that's not bad. <laughs> so here, here's, here's some, uh, so we are in California, just in case you didn't know. Yeah, we're, we're in Southern California. Can you tell by sunshine? Yeah, I'm on <laughs> sunset, dude. So California spent $3.4 billion on wildfire protection last year, more than quadrupled the level 15 years ago, and a reflection of all the reality that wildfires are getting bigger and more destructive from climate change. Well, yeah, I mean, we have that huge one that took down, like, Chunks of Northern California wiped out entire towns. Wait a minute. You know, you know what's wrong with that number right there? What's that? That number reflects more of the reactive cost than it does the, the proactive. proactive So cost. I was going to go into that in a yes. minute, so I'm glad you mentioned it. Yes. So, um, uh, so there was a, uh, there, there was a snippet of that, that, um, that sentence that I just read that I don't agree with, and I'll, I'll explain why. So, and that one was um, the reflection, okay, uh, it, it was, it, it's happened more and more often because of climate change. So then I decided to go onto um, the White House's webpage, and it, and it says, according to the White House, over the last century, that's 100 years, people, yeah. The average surface temperature of the Earth has increased by about one degree. Correct. Which the is eleven, huh? Dangerous as hell. Yeah, one degree. <laughs> it is. It is. That's, Any small degree is. Yeah. In a hundred years. Yeah, that's dangerous. Okay. Um, the the uh, eleven warmest years this century have all occurred since 1980, with 1995 the warmest on record. So they they. They keep uh, shooting themselves in the foot by saying cl climate change, and then, you know, so in 500 years, I don't, I don't know what. What are you going to do in 500 years? Are you going to well, be around? I'm, I won't be alive. You sure? So, oh, unless they come up with a magic potion to make and us all. Joe live Biden past. probably will be. Right. Well, unless we get insanely wealthy, because technology will keep our brains. I'm sure alive. Pfizer will come up with some type of a booster to make us live forever. They did. So according <laughs> yeah. to so give us a hard so, on and immortality. So we are going to go. <laughs> We are going to go back um, to what you just said about uh, the Pfizer. We're going to come off of this fire mitigation. We, you know, we go through, down these rabbit holes all the time. So Jamie just said something that is really amazing, or Mike did, um, about another booster. So Pfizer came out today mm -hmm. and said that you need another booster. Yeah, number and, four. Yeah, number four. Yep. So... Um, Kind of sounds like a gas company saying you need more gas. Right. You need to buy more gas. You need to speed more in your car because you're not buying enough gas. Well, you need to buy a bigger vehicle. Or yes. More. Yeah. Yeah. You should start you need, driving you, a semi. Yeah. You need four more <laughs> cylinders. So, uh, by the way, where is Fauci? Where did he? That's just, a good question. Is he in Ukraine and got bombed or something? I don't or? think so, but he sure is hiding. Yeah, he's hiding because he's an idiot. You're an idiot. That's right. And. That's in case you're watching, which I doubt. 
but he is only this tall, so he would be the half <laughs> of our listener. He'll be the Oompa Loompa. Yeah. And speaking of that, he's got the nice Oompa Loompa shirt on today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that? Doopity instruction <laughs> orange. Doopity do. That's, yeah. the new, uh, that's the new black, though. Yes, yeah. orange is the new black. Well, like I said, I tried to get in here with a fresh pair of clothes and a shower. Uh, we wouldn't let you work. in. If you came in a tuxedo, you couldn't be on the show. Oh, so we're going to take two minutes, and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Well, it gives you a say. Yeah, exactly. We are back. And hey, everybody. We are talking, we are talking to Jamie Hamilton. Jamie, uh, do us a favor. Uh, yeah. Sing and dance for us for a second yeah, yeah. while well, I get go. everything ready. Right. Since I have none of those talents, you guys are oh, come on. Tiny bubble. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, you can't twerk. It's uh, ask me to dance with a tractor. No, no. That's I can true. make yep. that happen. And he can. He, he actually can. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. So out, out of curiosity, what is your favorite one to drive? I know you drive like the, the new, new Holland uh, Bobcat. Well, one. There's there's the correction. We don't drive. We don't any drive them. them. Yeah. We operate them. You operate that. <laughs> and it's not a bobcat. It's That's a right. skid steer. It's a skid steer. Skid In fact, steer. if you want to get technical, it's a CTL. Ooh. Which Ooh. is a track loader is what it's classified oh, well. as. It's oh, just, us. It, it Technically, it's just C-O-O-L. Yeah. <laughs> it's just super cool is what it is. Uh, and you got like... So, what's your favorite one to drive, and what's the favorite to operate? To operate, operate yeah. Um, He's not a doctor. You gotta have a. I would say running the dozer is probably my favorite piece to operate. Um, like the big, big, big dozer. Yeah, like like the D6 size dozers. And what do you do with that, Jamie? Uh, well, we have them both for construction operations and for uh, wildland fire. Oh, okay. So that's the one we I'm interested in. Okay. So tell us about that dozer. So that dozer is a standard uh, D6R uh, cat dozer. And you can edit in a little picture. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going oh, to. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And uh, that machine is really just been added with a forestry package on it, um, some extra lighting, um, oh, yeah. and some protective stuff on some of the hydraulic lines. I never thought tanks. about that before, but when you're out in the middle of the, of the woods, that's it. It's all your lighting. It. That's it. So you've okay. got to have those big lights. That's cool. So then you would be able to finally answer this question that everybody wants to know. If a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound? I would say yes. You would well, say yes. But, but you're absolutely. there. Yeah, you're, you're there. You're there to hear it. Well, so if, you just even blew if it. I'm not, I'm because the question <laughs> is, if a tree falls in in the woods and, and no one is there, can you hear it? Uh, yeah, but see, seeing as always there, we can't answer. We can't answer that question. It's uh, a catch twenty-two. Although <laughs> I figured out what came first, the, the chicken or the egg, and it's the chicken because you can't have an egg without a chicken. Oh, okay. The chicken has to create the egg, right? I so always thought it depended on whether chicken. you wanted breakfast or dinner. That's true. <laughs> you know, chicken meat's a good breakfast meat, you know? Just, they're good. Scramble it up, make an omelet, chicken meat. It seems. Yeah, and then what happens? Oh, I, you scrambled the only egg we had. Yeah, I will never true. have any chickens. No more. You, you've completed the circle. Everything's so, gone. That's a good question. So who was the first person that saw that round thing or oval thing come out of a chicken's ass and said, let's eat that? Yes. That, I, my prevailing wisdom on all disgusting things that people eat is that it was the guy that was starving to death. That there, sat you right next to it, you know? there you go. You know? There you go. 
So anybody that was start sitting man. next to a chicken when it pooped out an egg for the first time and he was starving or she was starving, that's who ate it first. Why didn't they just catch the friggin' chicken? I don't know what dinosaur chickens look like. It's probably a lot bigger than the regular chicken. Because we've been eating them for that long, right? Aren't chickens completely uh, domesticated now? There are no wild chickens. Are there wild chickens? I guess. <laughs> I know they're free range. Yeah, but that's... I know we have wild turkey. That, ooh, yeah, oh, that's a good, good drink. Yeah, I like, I like <laughs> me some wild turkey. But yeah, so back to your machinery and which one you like the most, the D6s. I saw your reverse pencil sharpener kind of tree stump remover thing. Brian showed me a picture. That thing is amazing. Is that the, the one you have where it goes, goes in and then... Like a corkscrew just yeah, cuts it all up. Yeah, it's the it, Fecon Stump X. So dude, that's the it one looks that like, like a reverse it pencil sharpener. Yeah. It, it's just insane. I want to see that. It, It'll be insane. here, yeah. I can't wait. Oh. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be amazing because uh, I'm tired of tripping over stumps yes. or running them over. <laughs> well, we asked him a question about um, – well, I asked Mike a question about trees, but, I, you know, he was stumped. Stump, stump. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm getting to the bottom of the barrel with them jokes. We're going to have to break out your book, man. Yeah. You're going to start breaking it out. Yeah, because we need toilet paper. <laughs> no, that's a zombie. That's apocalypse time. Oh, okay. I'll start wiping my butt with everybody's books. Yep. So we were talking about uh, your machine, which is awesome. You know, guys love, you know, like Tim Allen says. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it really yeah. does bring that out. It, it yeah. really, really does. I, I drive like that little dinky one, you know, the Kubota. And I love, even that tiny little thing, I still love that thing. I, I, it's still like a. Well, every little boy's dream, right? You grow up playing with tractors. And yeah, fire trucks. And, and digging. The whole bit. Yeah, Cowboy. Dude. Right? An astronaut. Although, trains. I never fantasize about driving a train. Because you go straight. Yeah, it's just... That's right? it. It's like, okay, let's, let's like, bring it up. You can't. Because it's like... Eh, 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 eh. Yeah, I think For it's because... very long periods of time. Yes. In a past life, I was probably the jerk that was shoveling the coal. <laughs> like, I, I never want to be in here again. <laughs> Hot, sweaty, and stinky, and dirty all the time. So we were talking about fire and how to prevent it around your house, and you were talking to us about different types of uh, building um, materials that we could use um, in order to... Protect our homes. Pr yeah, make it resistant. Yeah. So I would imagine that no matter what your house is built with, there's going to be stuff on the inside. Once a spark hits the inside, it's toast. Well, and it's, it's one of those things where the, the better components that you have can put around your home and the better sealed it is the better chance you have of that not happening now without I would say fire apparatus being in the area to really contend with uh, the suppression of the fire to help mitigate that I mean it's anybody's guess but we do everything we can right yep and so if you want to know more about fire-resistant construction materials, FEMA has a page, and you could go on there, and it tells you everything about the surfaces, uh, the crevices, corners, uh, all kinds of stuff of the roofs, the eaves, the soffits, the fascias, the attic vents, mm -hmm. uncapped chimneys. How That's a bad, bad thing. Yeah, it's very eye-opening, and it, 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 it's... It's very important, you know, especially here in Southern California, we have a lot of fires. Yep, and they, they suggest... Highly that you, um, with the uh, exterior walls, the cement, the plaster, the stucco, concrete, masonry, brick, stone, 
concrete block, etc., is probably your best bet if you want to do something like that. If not, you know, it's going to be like the big bad wolf. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm made of sticks and down. hay. I'm going to build a hobbit house. I'm just going to dig a hole, put a big round door on it, man. Or just build a home underground. There you go. Yeah, you go, I like build that. it in the dirt. I like that idea because the earth gives you temperature protection. You know, it's you get down deep enough, it's the same temperature all the time. There's yeah. a community in Arizona that's doing it. Yeah, I like that. And uh, Australia too, right? I think so. Cooper and PD. Or the guy whatever that it's the guy that made it, his name was Doug. Doug, yeah. Hmm. Well, isn't that the, the, the guy with no arms and no <laughs> legs that that <laughs> fell in the hole? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Doug. <laughs> That's horrible. That and we're gonna get terrible. we're gonna get a we're gonna get bad press for that. I didn't cut his arms and legs. That off was not ADA compliant. I don't know what he was doing in the, out there, but he just fell in the hole. ADA compliant. So if a guy with no arms and no legs in the wheelchair had AIDS or HIV, that would be roll AIDS. There you go. Oh roll AIDS. <laughs> Way to one up that. That was, uh, yeah. that was good. Uh, uh, you know, hanging on the wall. His name is Art. <laughs> and the two guys over your window is Kurt and Rod. There you go. Rod. Yeah. Well, this can go on all day, folks. Yes, we can. We can. But now why we have a guest, and we're not. No. We're not and I haven't heard him tell tell us one. So, what's your best uh, joke? I don't know. I, I don't have a good joke that oh. I can tell to your audience. No, that you can. Yeah. That he <laughs> could tell. When the camera goes off, you can exactly. tell us later. <laughs> so we were talking also about Gavin Newsom. Gavin Nuisance, as I call him, and how he um, how he spent all this, or he said he was going to spend all this money on fire mitigation and and all that stuff. And um, this year, Newsom and the state legislature uh, agreed to dramatically increase the spending on prevention. So that's yeah. good news for you. That is good news. It's good news for Californians. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The spending Newsom approved Thursday also included $1.2 billion for things like water recycling projects, cleaning up contaminated water sources, and grants to help communities plan for climate change. So I guess he's going to get everybody a, a coupon for a fan yeah. for that one degree. Yeah. He's getting everyone a bottle of water. Yes. Yeah. And one of those shiny heat blankets. Well, the so Republicans... Um, have criticized the spending because it does not include money for water, water storage projects like building new reservoirs. So I completely agree with that. So in 2014, I also did more, more studying on this. In 2014, um, in the middle of a severe drought that would test California's complex water uh, storage system like never before, voters told the state to borrow $7.5 billion and use part of it to build projects to stockpile more water. So that's good. But seven years later, that drought has come and gone, replaced by an even hotter and drier one that is draining the state's reservoirs at an alarming rate. But none of the more than half dozen water storage projects scheduled to receive that money have been built. Imagine that. The largest project by far is proposed is a proposed lake in Northern California, which would be the state's first new reservoir of significant size in more than 40 years. And people have been talking about the site's reservoir since 1950. Wow, so we've been putting it out that long? Now here, here's where it gets, here's where it gets, here's where it makes my blood boil. The cost plus shifting political priorities stopped it from happening. It will cost 3.9 billion 
dollars to build the site's reservoir, and that's after the project leaders made it smaller to shave about $1 billion off the price tag. So they already borrowed the money, they already got the money in the hand, and because of the po politicians' BS and rhetoric, they've shaved it so they can take a billion dollars, a billion dollars out of the project and use it for whatever they felt like they should use it for, yeah, which is probably going to the general fund. Yeah, in, in their general pocket. Goes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you can't be a good politician nowadays unless you rip off a billion dollars. Most of the money will come from customers who will buy the water. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Federal government and bank loans. California taxpayers have pledged about $836 million to the project. Now, when they say they pledged, yeah. <laughs> what does that mean to you, Jamie? <clears throat> that means pledged. that uh, they took it out of my taxes. <laughs> and they don't give a shit what you say about it, so you didn't pledge anything. I you just got robbed. It. Yeah, that's, that's a right. nice way of saying, like, yep. you were blackmailed into Absolutely. it. Or you pay this, and we won't, uh, I don't know, impound your house. Well, I, <clears throat> excuse me. I find it funny that will build a bullet train from middle of nowhere to nowhere that'll never be able to sustain itself. No, no, and also but the world's over, slowest bullet train. Yeah, over <laughs> building watersheds in a state that has been desperate for more water storage for decades. But why don't we do that? Oh, the Delta smelt. There you go, the so, Delta smelt. So you know, you all know that I used to work for an oil company, um, and I was in the Central uh, Valley, uh, Bakersfield and all the way up and went all the way to Par Paradise and all the way down to uh, LA and, and all that stuff. And uh, the farms, the big fields up there in the Central Valley, you know, is it's barren. I mean, there's a, a, they they have a lot of water up there because they pump it in. But when they when the state decides that they're not gonna, oh, your allotment is over. Correct. Those little seedlings, they die. <laughs> And it's over. And then you, the price of your lettuce skyrockets through the roof. But I think it's a lot of it is manipulation. Oh, of course. And then they also say it's the Delta smelt. Well, the Delta smelt is this little tiny thing like the, the stickleback fish that we have to worry about all, all the time. And, it, um, and forgive me, Lord, but it, to me it makes no sense because there's no real um, fish that that is dependent upon the delta smelt to survive. So if one species is relocated somewhere, like they do to the butterflies down near LAX or the frogs or this, that, and the other thing, do that so we can, instead of diverting all that runoff from the rain into the ocean, we should put it into reservoirs that we can build very easily. Absolutely. I'm getting off my soapbox <clears throat> now. No, you need yeah. to capture that that water so that we have the storage capacity so that these droughts become a thing of the past. That's right. Testify. I agree. Absolutely. We're going to hurry up and invent weather controlling. Yeah. Which I'm sure we have. Damn you, DARPA. Yeah, it's called shades. You just It's dark. It's light. It's dark. It's light. That, you know what? Let's all just live underground. Yes. Live under a rock. Hell yeah. I got a rock. So, um... Our last mayor, uh, a governor, uh, Jerry Brown, the, the second time uh, mayor, uh, governor, whatever the hell he was, a loser, um, said that he was confident that it was going to happen because, um, oh, so I was saying about $836 million to the project 
was approved that we supposedly pledged was approved back in 2014. So I had a thriving business back then, thriving business back then, and I know, like you, taxes just ate me up. They do. Our quarterly taxes are insane, yep. both for the state and feds. Yep, but uh, like I said, the money that, uh, but to use that money, project leaders had to meet a deadline by the end of the year to show that the idea is feasible. Well, guess what, boys and girls? They never made that deadline. And then Jerry Brown said, I'm absolutely confident it's going to be, it's going to be close. But it never made it. it never happened. So he was a friggin' liar, too. Like the rest of them. That's why I like to live blissfully outside of politics. Yes. But you know what? I like to, I, I like to get in. I, well, you know, I, I like politics as a, another hobby, one of my 15,000 But it's never-ending <laughs> disappointment. It, it, but it's, no, it's not, because, you know, you, you, you don't get ending. disappointed. You, get, you, you, you don't let them set you up for a fall. You just expect, okay, you're, you're this way uh, because you have all these cronies in, in, in your little circle, and, you know, you know, it's honor amongst thieves. Yeah. So the you're gonna hey Jamie, you and me we're buddies and Mike you're not. So me and Jamie we're I think we're we're gonna build a bridge and you're gonna be against it, but I don't care what you think because I've got power in numbers and you've got nothing, and you're just a taxpayer. So pretty much you're gonna my whole time here in California <laughs> as, a, as a citizen of Southern California. Join the club. Yeah. So you know, stemming from when I was a child. Yeah. It's That's it's horrible. It's horrible to say the least. But it's true. Yep. It's sad, true. Sad but true. Special interest. Yep. Do you know what the big word is? Listen to and stuff with Don and Mike to find out. That's right. There's the big word. How's it going, everybody? Yeah. All right. You ready? Yeah. We're about ready to take a break. And uh, yeah. See you in a few. Copy. Do you know what the big word is? Listen to and stuff with Don and Mike to find out. And we're back. Hey. We're back with. Jamie Hamilton. How's it going? That's him. I want to thank you, uh, before we go any further, for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule. Uh, this guy never sleeps. He, he never <laughs> stops working. Yep. I don't know how often you ever get home. It's bad for your wife Well, look kids. at me. I mean, I'm not even shaved. So that gives well, you're in idea, good, right? good yeah. company because yeah. none of us face are. Face hair so. is the balls, man. Yes. That's what everybody wants to have now. Yes. It's the balls. Sometimes yeah. So it's the same hair that's on your balls, too. Pretty so. much. Except, Absolutely. you know, probably yeah. a little sparse and more curly yeah. down oh, there. Oh, well. Oh, well. Kind of a nature's cruel joke. And did you know the last sound that pubic hair makes before it hits the ground? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I'm sorry. I'll probably have to edit that one out because it, it's It's the classics, man. Yes. You can't I go wrong with the classics. That's right. So um, i got to go back to this, and, and we're going to talk to Jamie again a little bit about the um, fire mitigation. Um, what they're saying, I'm going to try to paraphrase this so it's not like I'm reading you a story that you're going to turn off anyways. But I find this very interesting, and I think you should too, as a California resident, if you happen to be in California. Everybody else, you know, um, me TV, you know, go watch Gomer yeah, no, Pyle. No, no, don't go away. No, just no. bear, Actually, just go, bear with us because, you know, we're going to talk about New York pizza and Cal uh, Connecticut pizza versus the crappy uh, California pizza that we have. Tony's Pizza Ventura, yes. man. So um, most of the wildfire prevention money will pay for things like clearing brush, dead trees that act as kindling when fires start, causing them to quickly burn out of control before firefighters or Jamie 
can can uh, contain them. There's money in this all this money. There's there's a section of this money that um, they're going to hire inspectors to make sure newer homes built in the state's wildfire prone areas comply with building codes requiring fire resistant materials. And again, see the FEMA webpage. So Jamie. With all that being said, and you know you're you're in the, you're in your dozer, and you're battling these. Now, are you actually like fire front, or are you like cutting roads to to make fire breaks, or what do you what exactly are you doing? So we we do a little bit of everything. Um, there are times where we're hotlining, where we're actually cutting next to the fire and and uh, going right along and flanking it. There's and what does Mama say about that when you're when you're out there? Uh, she doesn't like it, but um, she understands that what we're doing is helping. Uh, there's not enough resources in the state, despite what people may believe. Um, that's why contractors like myself exist in this in this type of uh, situation. Mm -hmm. um, other times, we're doing secondary uh, containment lines, which is in case it jumps the initial line. That's more of a contingency, a backup line to be able to work off of. And then other times we're just doing uh, triage, which is getting stuff cleared out away from homes and doing things of that nature to assist. So if and when that time comes, when the fire's coming up there, it's a little bit more defendable. Okay. Triage. Triage. That's, yeah, I caught on that too. Triage. That's that's the word that's used in the industry. Yeah. So when so the dozers that I've seen, I, I guess LA County has these big friggin' red painted D8s. Yeah, and they have it. Kind of looks like they got like wings on them, but they're serrated. Oh, on the edge of the bucket. You yeah. Mean? Yeah. No, yeah. on the on the on these things that just like go down. LA County runs fixed blade dozers. They don't have any slope boards. Oh, okay. They I run a fixed. They run a fixed blade dozer. Um, hard to explain, but you can look it up. And the okay. same thing as the Forestry we'll Service. Uh, no, Forest Service runs a lot of different styles. They of have dozers. like the cooler equipment. You're mm, in equipment. L.A. County has some really nice stuff. Cal Fire has some nice stuff. Forest Service does too, but the Forest Service has. A lot of stuff that's old and new, and a bunch of different types. Uh, how old are your machines? Um, the machines we have right now are eight to nine years old. How long do they normally last? So if I was using our construction dozers, we usually trade those out every five years. Mm -hmm. The fire dozers, you know, we're only using them for fire, so they last a lot longer. We don't put as many hours on those particular machines okay um cool. you know here's something that we haven't even asked when is fire season well that's debatable it used to actually be a thing where we'd say okay we're you know we're getting ready for fire season a lot of people now in the fire industry believe that in california um there is no season anymore it's pretty much all the time around yeah yeah, because I've seen the sign. We have a forestry service place out by us, and they have fire season. They're very high, low, and it's just always, like, you know, high. Yeah. They don't even move it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Sad but true. So uh, here's another thing that I've, I've been meaning to ask you. You drive around the state a lot. Yes. You're going from job to job to job, you know, doing this, doing that. So driving around the state, what do you see that promotes wildfires? 
So there's a lot of emphasis in the actual forest for the work that we're doing, and it's very good, right? We, we are promoting a lot of the forest health, but a lot more needs to be done to focus in and around the communities where the fires are more likely to actually start. If you look at the numbers, and I obviously don't have those figures with me, but if you look at the percentage of numbers of fires that start in the lowlands, the brush vegetated areas, the fields, things like that, are significantly higher than fires that actually start in the forest. Okay. So typically what we see is we see a fire that starts from a car on the side of a freeway. Yeah, I imagine that's a big right? one, right? That's a Cigarette big one. Butt. A cigarette butt or, you know, whatever, um, a spark from a chain on a trailer, mm -hmm. um, things like that. So they start in grassy, low-lying areas. They burn very quickly and eventually start heading into the hillsides, which lead to our mountainous areas. That's, that's the more common thing we're seeing. So I think more needs to be done in terms of roadway mitigation clearance. And yeah, that's, you think that would be easy, right? You think well... You would think so. It's a lot more complicated because you're working in and around areas that have high population of vehicles mm -hmm. and pedestrians. So there's a lot more that goes into that work in the preparation. It's a lot more costly. And it wouldn't be a Caltrans thing either, would it? They do. They do quite a bit, um, you know, with maintaining the grassways and whatnot along the freeways. But it, it has to go further than that. There's a lot of rural county roads. Um, that are not maintained as well or as often as they should be. I know what that's like. I, I've seen a lot of those roads. Uh, you know, living out here, you see a lot of that little, like, dirt road or almost paved 50 years ago kind yeah, of roads. unincorporated you know? areas. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think people are, are never realize just how big California is. California it's is massive. huge, and we have so many roads. I, I don't know how anybody. It's amazing that the roads we have got paved when they did. When they did, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, it was amazing. But yeah, having driving around just any part of California, you realize it's just so massive. Well, think about this: California has what 33 million acres of yep. forested land. Yeah, that's bigger than most states. Just yeah. our forested land. Yeah, I mean, this is a really large state. Yeah, it's because we have gold, by the way. That's how we go. got our shape. That's it. So here's a question that I've always wondered. Does a rainy winter spring promote brush fires? Repeat that again. So, so when we get a lot of rain during the spring and the winter, mm, I see a lot of vegetation. Saying, to promote growth. Right. So, so I'm going to say yes and no to that question. Okay. I'm going to say Elaborate. yes that the flash fuel, meaning your grasses and low-lying shrubs, do tend to get growth on them. Okay. So yes, that does contribute to uh, the potential of more intense fire in, in terms of leading up to the bigger brush, the ladder fuel. Uh, no, in terms of what's causing us to see these larger and devastating fires is the fact that we have more acres now that are untreated, meaning thinned or maintained, than we do that are. So we're kind of playing catch up and it's gonna take a lifetime for, for guys like me. Well, I'll never see it in my lifetime. Right. So I did notice that back in the previous administration, 
came and said that, well, I'm not giving California any money because they don't they don't um, mitigate any of their forests. They, you know, all the the, the fallen branches and Which whatnot. was the m biggest misconception that Trump could have ever said. I, I voted for him. Me too. I believe in his policies. Um, I believe in a lot of the policies on the Republican side. But saying that California hasn't done enough to mitigate our forest practices is actually completely wrong because the largest acres, which I believe is close to that 33 million acre mark, is owned by the... The feds. The it's feds, owned by yeah. the feds. It's owned by the Forest Service. That's federal. The state probably owns maybe 10 or 15 percent right. of the forested lands. Right. Now, the state as a whole is responsible for all private lands, right, in terms of uh, fire. But they are only responsible for 10 or 15 percent of the actual forested land. So, no, that was not a correct statement. Yeah, he yeah I, just, I just find it shocking that something Trump said was wrong. Yeah, well. Well, that makes three of us then. <laughs> there you go. We're all in agreement. So Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, our, uh, so I've read conflicting um, numbers, and so this is why I'm going to ask your expertise. Whether you know it or not, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Just... Just uh, a, a question to fill time. How you doing? Um, are most wildfires set by individuals? Those are numbers I do not have, but I would say there's probably a good figure out there somewhere that could be found. I, I don't have an answer to I that. I thought they were exclusively set by gender reveal parties. There you go. I mean, yeah, those error, people are going to be in deep, deep single. I, I'm sure just common sense says human error probably starts the majority mm -hmm. of them versus lightning strikes, um, campfires that aren't attended properly, things like that. But I don't, I don't have the numbers. Okay. Okay. So here, here's one that uh, I want to ask you too. Scariest moment doing what you do, and have you ever had a close call that made you think, I ain't doing this again? Yes. Right. Several. Elaborate. <laughs> Elaborate on us on it for us. Uh, okay. Uh, small vegetation fire um, in the Paris slash Redlands Badlands area. Oh, yeah. Off the 60. Um, was burning maybe 20 to 30 acres when we actually got on scene. Uh, got the dozer off the low bed. Started doing our normal thing. Punch in line. It's in, you know, two, three feet of grass. So we're getting flame links from like four to 10 feet tall. Mm -hmm. It ain't very intense at the time, not much wind. We get down in a canyon where the fuel starts getting thicker. And the first thing that goes off in the back of my head is if I come down in this canyon, I'm probably not gonna be able to get back out the way I came. So there was me and two Cal Fire dozers that decided collectively that once we start down here, the only way out is to come out of the other side. It's a pretty good sized canyon. So we made a judgment call that we had enough time, the conditions were right, we can probably make this pretty safely. Now when you say, I don't mean to cut you off. Not at all. 
We probably have. <laughs> that's that's a scary, scary. That's, yeah. that's the most manly thing you can do, though, right? Yeah. You know, you know what? The yeah, shotgun's probably not loaded, so we're gonna. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she probably doesn't have herpes, so. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. based off all the information we had, we felt that we were making a sound decision. The weather was in our favor. We had air attack overhead, so we had a lookout. Um, Everything seemed to be, you know, going to, to what we thought would be to plan. We punch down this ravine, we get into the bottom of it, and we start to come out the other side. The wind shifts. Oh, no. Yeah. We got heavy spotting happening all around us, and we get what they call an area ignition. So mm -hmm. basically an area ignition is when you have fire basically planting itself around you and then everything goes off at once so as we were coming up the other side of the ravine this air ignition took place and we had enough time to drop our blades clear a little bit of space and then drop our fire screens and ride it out and the only thing that saved us is the area that we were in at the time was very low flash fuel so the intensity of that meaning grass burned very fast past us and it didn't burn very hot so we wrote it out obviously there was a, a protocol an incident uh, investigation afterwards as to what happened and why um, but we were not found at fault so we were doing everything within our best judgment with the information that we had at the time. Mm -hmm. But that was one of the scariest things that I've ever done on a wildfire that I... Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, where I actually had to drop the fire screens and ride out the fire. So Damn. That, that was pretty that would scary. Terrify me. Being burned to death is right up there of like being eaten to death. Yeah, and you prepare for those moments mentally, you think, that you're prepared and you've gone through and trained and thought about it because... It could happen. Oh yeah. Well, you're not. You're not but a dumb person. It never prepares you by any stretch of the imagination. So you know, you know, you're thinking about it. I know you're thinking about it a lot. You yeah. Know, so. Yeah. But you know what? Um, uh, so I will. I will tell you this. So when the last time, you know, I've known you for a few years now. Um, last time we had a fire, the first thing I thought was, oh shit. Jamie's going to be friggin' in that thing. And I heard it was going pretty bad, so I think I actually called you to yeah. see, hey, are you there? You know, because I was worried. Um, because he's a good guy, you know. And well, I, 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 worry I know you about have a young family. And it makes you. it take longer to come take care of our stuff. Yeah. There you go, exactly. Like, oh, he's going to be gone for another what month. What do you mean he burned right. his... He burned his finger. <laughs> he did that on a cigarette. Yeah, yeah I, was on, uh, I was on the lake fire when you called. Yeah. Yep, the lake fire. Yep. I was here in L.A. County. Yep. Yeah. There, we have great names for our fire. Sand fire, the lake fire. How about the uh, stables fire. Yeah, right. The hot fire. Yeah. Burn your finger fire. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ready, aim, fire. Fire. Fire, fire. Okay, fire. we're going to be right back. And we're back with Jamie Hamilton, Jamie our Hamilton. special guest star today. Yeah, man. So, um, are you bored? No, no, I'm having a good time actually. Yeah. That's good. So now we got to pay him. No, oh. no, you don't. He got a bottle of water. Yeah. There you go. Oh, there you go. See, because I don't, I don't have change in, for a nickel. So. Paid in hey. full. Hey, in some countries, that's better than payment. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Right. So, um, okay. So we we talked all about kinds of 
stuff about what you do, you know, fire and the dangers and all that kind of stuff. And I really did enjoy it. It's very educational. The, the FEMA stuff, go to the FEMA webpage. Yep. And wow. uh, the stuff about the house. If I was going to build the house, I didn't really talk about it before, but I would build it with fire in mind, you know. And I don't, I, I hope to God nothing ever happens where Jamie's got to go near your house to fix it, you know, to, to fix or to uh, Mid- try to knock down the fire. Mitigate or, the fire yes. hazards. Yeah, yeah we don't want that to happen. So, okay, we got all that stuff done. So tell us about you. Me? Yep. Well, what would you like to know? Um, uh, can I borrow 20 bucks? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that ain't getting to know me. That's getting in my pocket. Yeah, well, <laughs> how better to know you than through your pocket? No. Um, no, actually. I guess we want to know how many $20 bills you have. No, I don't not care about many. that. Not many I, I don't, at all. Yeah, he only carries hundreds. I only carry hundreds. <laughs> so, um, no, tell tell. Your wife, you have kids, all that kind of stuff. Hey, you give a shout I, out, I am man. married. Uh, I have two beautiful boys at home. Nice. Uh, What's their names? Preston and Liam. Preston, hey, Preston and Liam. Preston and Liam, how are you? <laughs> Love you, boys. They're my and, little monsters. And what's mama's name? Miriam. 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 That's yep. a good name. Yep. So uh, you married them? Yeah, I yes. married them. You married them? Yeah. Or as we well, like to tell her at home, it's uh, everything is medium. 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 Oh. Uh, you want <laughs> so, medium. Medium's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully she'll write to us and say, yeah, tell him to go pound him. Yeah, no. Exactly. So no. we, we want Miriam to know that we're all going to wash with gain from now on. <laughs> yes. No, no more Tide. No more Tide. Well, I couldn't tell you what we use, so. Yeah, well, she'll we, have can, to write we, you. we can tell. <laughs> so, Miriam, you got yourself a great guy right here. One of the best, yes. Yes. Thank you, guys. So, I don't know him outside of work too much, but, uh, I mean, unless he's got a snowed, he's a good good dude. Yeah, go. unless he gets out of here and goes, I got those guys yeah, full. I got them snookered. No, what you see is what you get. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's cool. actually right there in the open. You can see yep. that as soon yep. as you meet you. And you've been... Rock steady the whole time I've known you. It, it, no bones about you. It's just that's what I enjoy oh, about him. My favorite thing about you is the way you say P.O. Pico. Go ahead, lay it on me. P.O. Pico. No, no, no. That's not how you do it. Well, that's how we use it. <laughs> that is not that how is you do not it. what uh, you were looking for. That is not. It is Picho Pico. <laughs> and that is because I dig that. that is, to me, that's the best. So what's your favorite food? Uh, steak. They can't go wrong. What, yeah, favorite cut? What's your favorite cut? Uh, filet mignon. Oh, there you go. Yeah, filet you like me mignon. too. Kobe's Steakhouse. You like that, that, that super Palm soft? Desert. Kobe's Steak. Ooh. Oh, I didn't know. I've been to Kobe's Steakhouse in Palm Desert. You know, I like didn't, Kobe beef I didn't even know they made steaks C-O-E. out of the dude once that helicopter hit the ground. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. I'll let you burn in hell on that one right. by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, you'd see me smoking, but you know who quit smoking the other day? Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you burn in hell for that one. Deuces, yeah. Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> we miss you. I thought he was 24. <laughs> Degrees. Oh, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Don't know where you're going with that one. Yeah, he was 165 when they uh, put the. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Holy <baloney>. <laughs> So you're meat and potatoes kind of guy. Yeah, I love my meat and potatoes. I do too. I, 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 that's one of my. So did Kobe Bryant. He he meet, met up with that mountain. <laughs> he meet he meet the mountain. No, yeah, he meet the mountain. I don't know mountain. how to make that funny. Uh, yeah. That, that's terrible. Shame on you. Shame on me. Stop oh, well. it. Stop it some more. Yeah. You knock it off, mister. So, okay. Um, uh, your favorite sport? 
Favorite sport? Mm. You didn't say I something. have to say motocross because I don't watch any of the other sports anymore. Oh, so I can't ask you who your favorite football team is? I don't have one anymore. Uh, who was your? I was a 49er fan. Oh, okay. You're a California boy. You got to be Niner. When Joe Montana was in there? And yes, sir. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Steve Young. Yep. Who is not anymore. Nope. No, He's none of Steve them are. Old now. Exactly. That, that's uh, why I know that they don't have, like, a, a machine that can reverse our aging yet because yeah. if they did, all these people we knew grow up. And you, young, you, know right? what's, you know what's funny is uh, the 49ers spent all those millions of dollars on Steve Young, and eventually a Mormon would have knocked on their door anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, I cut all the sports out when they started getting political. Because yep. that is not what I grew up being a sports fan for. Yeah, there's a purity that, that, that it lacks now, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's, Baseball especially. Uh, when I was a kid, I'm not a big I'm not a sports guy. I don't watch any. I watch the Super Bowl. I watch the World Cup series. But uh, there's, there's like a purity that's gone, you know. It used to be just simple guy. With this team playing against each other, and it's yeah. not there anymore. That's oh. because the dollar bill got in the way. Yep. Yeah, everyone wants to be a showboat. Everyone wants to be the star, and it, it can't be that way. And the athletes used to truly love what they did. You yep. can see it in their performance. Oh. I mean, look at the days of Michael Jordan, yeah, but uh, Scottie Pippen. But I mean. you're exactly right. But here's here's one thing that everybody forgets is the loyalty. They used to be like, I'm a Redskin fan. Even though they're the commanders, I still call them the Redskins because that's all they'll ever be right. in my brain. There you go. Another but, political reason why yep. I don't watch football. Yeah. So they, they, the guy gets drafted out of college and he plays his whole, whole career for the Redskins yep. or, or the Dolphins or the Cowboys or whoever. Um, but, that they don't do that anymore because right. now that their agent is a greedy son bitch and he goes, hey, you know what? This guy's going to give you 10% more minus my 10%. Exactly. So you get nothing more. Um, and But you're going to be living in Miami. Right. Or you're going to be living in Dallas. Or, Pack up and I, You know, yep. I can't fault the players. You know, they're putting life and limb. It's just that the, the teams they're playing for don't reward them for their – Efforts like the other teams are going to be. Yeah, but when you're making millions and millions That's of dollars, awesome. you know. It doesn't matter. The society we're in now, you, you know, you, it's an ego thing, right? You see, if one, if you're not making as much or more than Tom Brady, then, you know, you're not the man, I guess. You know Speaking I mean? of Tom Brady, he just came out of retirement, yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, that's the big news yeah, right yeah. now. I can't, out. well, I can believe it. He yeah. always just kind of let everyone decide. Come on. And then he came back. He's you know, pulling a Brett Favre. Yeah, that's what he's doing. And you know, <laughs> you know what is funny about, about uh, Tom Brady? Tom Brady uh, said he wants to spend more time with his family, and that's why he retired. And after, what, 40 days, he goes, I've had enough with this family. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Me going back and playing football is what's best for my family. Yeah, that, yeah that's and, probably and, true. And right? the cheerleaders. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I, is, dear. He's not like a big cheater, is, is he? I don't, oh, know. I don't know. I don't know and either. What are you talking about? They deflate the balls. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> deflate gate. I mean, yeah. uh, cheating, cheating on uh, wives and family. <laughs> Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how you ever keep it in your pants to be that that famous, anyways. And he's handsome, you know, and uh, he's rich, and and he know, didn't win a Super Bowl. Last and he year. didn't win a Super Bowl because he sucks. Is he uh, going to play for uh, the Buccaneers? Yes. Again? Yeah, they re-signed him. If he's uh, truly great, go play for the Buffalo Bills. 
and win a Super Bowl there. That, you yeah, know, or the Redskins. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't you want to go for uh, who's the like the biggest loser out there? Football. Yeah, if he's oh, really so. coming back because he's got unfinished business. Take him and Gronk and go there win a go. Super Bowl for the exactly. worst team out there. Yeah. So that would be the Browns, huh, Brian? Uh, it would <laughs> <Yeah>. be um, <laughs> uh, the Redskins because uh, we just we just signed Carson Wentz. Mm. The guy that used to play for the Eagles, and then he went to Indianapolis Colts, and now he's with the Deadskins, uh, the Redskins. Um, and uh, so I'm dismayed about that because I don't like him. He looks like Prince Harry. Oh, really? If you look at his his picture next to Prince Harry, you'd swear they were brothers. He has a really odd premature bald spot, like everyone in the that, and he waves family. like <laughs> he waves like this. You, you want not to uh, not to, not that I'm a big fan of the royal family, but he's like a special forces like a helicopter pilot. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, like he well, was he, actually, he should yeah, have been flying Kobe Bryant then. He should have been. Yeah, they, 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 they wouldn't have hit the friggin' Way to bring that around. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if they had a royal family member in that helicopter, it never would have gone down. Nope. It would have been... Oh, I don't know. Look at... Camilla Bowles, she, she went down on the royal family from what I heard. <laughs> oh, hey. All the way down. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to be in trouble. I'm going to get... I'm, you know, we, we've been getting steady amount yeah, a little of, more. of uh, uh, emails, and I'm going to get inundated with emails with my horrible jokes today. That's right. But you can choose to like or subscribe or watch, and, you know, you, you got all your choices. So just like and subscribe and... And you don't have to watch? Yeah, we dare you to, though. Nah, nah, double yeah. dog dare you. <laughs> you can like and then tell us how much you hate us at the same time. Yes, because we like to be hated. Go out. Yep. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Yeah. That's what oh, I brother. say. <laughs> That's right, brother. Hulkamanius, what's your nation? That's right. What are you going to do when these 24-inch pythons run wild on you? And, and stuff is sweeping the nation. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you like that... Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. clever. So he's going to be, uh, you know what? Tomorrow, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, I used to love wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be down in El Segundo. For $230, he's going to give you four beers of the IPA. He's going to give you four beers. I'm sorry. He's not going to give you a shit because you're paying 230 <laughs> bucks. Yeah. So he's going to get. You're going to receive for your 230 bucks four cans of his uh, Broken Skull Ranch IPA, four cans of his Broken Skull Ranch uh, Mule Piss uh, uh, beer, and then you get to drink four beers with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then you get to uh, you get assigned the thing, and and I wanted to go. But I got I got corporate coming, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Work gets in the way of all the fun stuff, doesn't it? All the fun stuff work just gets right in the way of. So if you want to see Stone Cold Steve Austin, give me a hell in no. <laughs> you could, you know, you just call up and say, "Hey, corporate." <laughs> Yeah. I got a frog in my throat. I'm really right. sick, and I think the only cure is some Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, some there broken skull stuff. Oh well. We so let's go back on it. Now we hijacked that conversation. Let's talk. We got like seven minutes left. Seven minutes left. So let's talk to Jamie. Okay, and that's it for no. I'm just yeah. kidding. There you go. And signing out. And no. So what do you do for fun? What do you when you when you're done fighting fires and chopping chopping trees and and moving earth? What do you do to unwind to get out of that element? Do you take your phone and put it away or? 
as much as I can. Uh, what's fun for me is getting time with my kids. Oh, cool. Uh, so spending as much time with my boys and my wife is really important. Um, we have a razor, a four-seat razor. We have a big property. Where Wait a minute. You got a beard. You don't have a razor. Oh, well, that's true. Oh, this one actually drives. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but anyway, the kids love it. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing that. Uh, we shoot guns. Um, we get try to get away. Um, my little one, Liam, he's having his fourth birthday. Aww. Happy Coming birthday. Happy birthday, birthday Liam. That's a great age, too. So we're birthday. taking him to the zoo for his birthday. Oh, you got tra- Which zoo do you go to? Uh, the Safari Park. Oh, all right, all right. San Diego San Safari. Diego Safari Park. Yeah, that I, one's a great one. My favorite when my daughter was little was uh, Santa Barbara Zoo. Oh, yeah. Because it's... Everything's alive there. Everyone's happy to be there. It's smaller. But when you're done with the zoo, you go out, you go to the PCH, and you're at the beach. Exactly. <laughs> it's like the greatest zoo, it's my opinion. That is a great zoo. So happy birthday, little man. Yeah, happy go. birthday, Liam. That's going to be cool. And how old is your other one? Uh, seven. Seven. Oh, so those will be great eight. ages. Yeah, he'll be eight this year. Yeah, they're great ages. That's cool, man. That's really cool. Yeah, that's fun. And it's Preston, right? Yep. Preston. What up, Preston? That's Preston. right, big that's guy. Good, good that's my name. that's my uh, flag football player. Right all right. All right. right on. So and what team does he on play? He's on the 49ers. Oh, they're 3-0 oh. and oh right now. 3-0. and oh. Wow. Yeah, they just beat the Rams last week. Mm-hmm. You beat the lambs? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. very cool. Very cool. <clears throat> what position does he play? Uh, they don't have a position yet. So how it works for the Flag Football League, they play for the first several weeks all positions. Okay. And then after that, they get assigned a position. So oh, he hasn't been assigned a position. Just seeing who, who works out to be the best and what they're doing. That's cool. Yeah. I actually coached flag football uh, for a couple of years. Um and it was so rewarding. I loved every minute of it. Yeah, Little like, League, was, for me, I coached Little only League. only thing amazing. I did not like, and I coached Little League. I coached Bitty Basketball. I coached them all. The thing I hated about flag football, and I'm, I hope you don't have to worry about this, is the fact that all the dads think that their kid is the next Tom Brady or the next, uh, you know, Tony Dorsett or the next, uh, you know, McCaffrey or whatever. They all think that their kid at at seven years old, eight years old, is the next coming, the second coming of a great ball player. And the kid, you know, he's there for an hour and then he wants to go home and play with his, you know, Pokemon cards or whatever he's doing. Absolutely. So you know, it's it's great. I, I'm so so glad that you're doing it. It's good for like for your son, um, but I just hated the parents. You know, I gotta oh, say that our community, it, there's none of that going. Oh, on. thank goodness. The parents get along very well. Nobody's getting overly excited, other than rooting them on. Um, but it's a great atmosphere. Oh, it cool. really is. I so, thought the same thing at first, too, that yeah. maybe this is not going to be a great thing, but it's been wonderful. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah dude. Well, then keep going, man. Keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, that, that happened where, when I was coaching Little League in L.A., we had a parent stab another parent. Oh. We had a guy pass out. We had to give CPR to. Uh, they actually stopped the games for a couple of weeks while they investigated the guy who stabbed the other parent. And, everyone had to get, and the poor kids, man. But I had one player, and I, I just wish I could remember his name. I, I could picture him in my head. Little guy, he was like seven years old, and he had rheumatoid arthritis, A-R-A. So he couldn't bend his joints very well. 
but he gave 110% every time. He hit that ball as hard as he could every time. He ran as fast as he could every time. It was just, it gave me goosebumps just watching him play. And it made everybody happy. That kid was just the best. That's awesome. And it was uh, uh, like one great thing happened out of this traumatic, terrible time we were coaching Little League. The, man. Guy, that got, the, the guy that got stabbed, I guess he, that was one point. Right? Yeah, oh man, it was terrible. Oh, we're, we're all... Get it. Point. The point. You got the the shiv. We're, we're all waiting for our team to bat. You know, we're waiting. All right, get out there. And all of a sudden, we hear someone scream. And then we're all out there, like patching the hole in this oh. guy's chest and calling the cops. And yeah, it was terrible. That's not good. No, for us, the important thing is he's having a lot of fun, and we're which is the not, most important the, part. The coach makes sure that he's telling them constantly that. We're out there to have fun, and that's all that matters. That's awesome. Good, good job, Coach. Whoever you are, Coach Blank. What's his name? You just put Coach. Him on the spot. Coach. Coach. That's what thank I call you, Coach. Him Coach. Coach. Hey, you know what? I give a lot I'm from coaching for years. Thank you, Coach. Um, it's a very important thing. There's a lot of parents that can't do it, don't know how to do it, all that stuff, and. All you know, voluntary. Yeah, so all That's you all people, voluntary. they get pissed off at the coach because uh, the little Johnny didn't play long or whatever. Remember, it's voluntary. Yep. They get paid nothing. They, they stay long after you guys go to McDonald's to get your happy meal, and they go there long before you do to stripe That's the field right. or do whatever. So, you know, my hat's off to you. Uh, fellow coaches out there. Yeah, when I coached, it was with two of my best friends. It was Aaron and Joe. And we alternated, like, you know, because so, we were working. And, you know, so when we couldn't be there, one of the others were always there. So we, it, it worked out really well. So, well, that's the end of this show. I want to say a very special thank you to Jamie Hamilton. Yeah, yeah thanks, Jamie. Um, it's been a pleasure to have you yeah. here. I Likewise. want you back. We, we'll Likewise. get them back here and we'll talk, about, you uh, too. we'll talk about some other stuff. Any parting words for us? I just want to say keep up the good work, guys. I want to see this channel grow. Me too. Yeah, we do too. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm all telling right. you, Don and I have a goal. We're going to be doing Ann stuff at Rosalind's Pizza in, in Connecticut. In Derby, Connecticut. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and when we're 97 years old, it'll be like, hey, Ann stuff with Don and what's your name again? Am I at the mall? Am I wearing <laughs> pants? Yeah, yeah I made a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyways, that was the wrong button. Uh, but it was creepy. It was cool though. So we're gonna try. <laughs> we're gonna try that again. The magic of editing. Yeah, the magic of editing. Thanks for listening to and stuff with Don and Mike. This has been a Da Double Dizzle production. Bullshizzle. Impersonated.